You are listening to the Self Love Sisterhood podcast, a podcast created to deliver weekly wisdom to help you deal with body insecurities, eating disorders, a low self worth, and more. I'm your host, Julia, and my goal as a self love and body image coach is to empower females of all ages to let go of negative thoughts and actions toward themselves that is doing nothing but hurt them both physically and mentally. In my weekly wisdom episodes, I share my knowledge of how you can feel comfortable in your own body no matter your size, how you can create a new beautiful body image and a new sense of self-worth and confidence by practicing self-love, and how you can let go of disordered eating patterns and fall in love with eating food again. This podcast is a love letter to my younger self that struggled for years with a negative body image and eating disorders, but it's also a love letter to you. My love, I know that you are worthy and capable of feeling love for your body, and it's time that you believe that too. Always remember that the steps you take don't have to be big. They just need to take you in the right direction. Let's start with this week's Weekly Wisdom. Hello, my beautiful lovelies. Welcome to another episode another weekly wisdom episode of the self-love sisterhood podcast i am sitting in my bedroom right now and if you hear something it's probably my chair <laughs> i don't know what it's called in english i think it's a wicker chair it's called korgstol in swedish but I think I think it's called a wicker chair in English. And it is my new favorite place to sit when I want to read or write. And I thought to myself that this is the perfect place to record the next weekly wisdom episode. Last week we talked about how to talk to your inner critic that inner voice inside your head that's basically your bully and based on the messages that i have been receiving for the past week this is something that you guys are really struggling with and to know that breaks my heart but at the same time, it's not that surprising. I I remember that feeling. I like I said in the episode, I have moments when my inner bully is trying to make herself heard, but I have techniques that I use to to handle her. And I'm hoping that last week's episode can help you fight back your inner bully as well. The reason why it's not that surprising to me that you guys are struggling with this is because we are being fed so much bullshit every day about what we should eat, how we should work out in order to create a certain result, what size we should have on our breasts or our butt and so on and so forth. and. That's a feast for our inner critic. She loves it. She loves when you 
are filled with stupid ideas that has the purpose to make you feel bad about yourself. So if this is your first time listening to my podcast and you know that you are struggling with this, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to last week's episode and get some get some help and get some techniques on what you can do to start tuning out that annoying little voice that is doing nothing but hurt you really. When I create a weekly wisdom episode, I ask myself the question, what can I do today to help my listeners move forward? What can I talk about to help them feel love for themselves and for their bodies? And that question came to mind one morning when I woke up at like 5 a.m. And 30 minutes later, the outline for this episode was born. And it's not the first time this has happened to me. I often get the inspiration for my podcast episodes the moment I wake up or when I am about to go to bed. And the only thing I can do at that moment is to just grab my phone if I don't have a pen and paper nearby and write down the ideas that I get. Otherwise, I forget it. So that is what I did at 5am on Tuesday morning last week. And this episode is what I created. In this weekly wisdom episode, we are going to talk about how to feel love for your current body, even if you have a desire to change her appearance. Because I think that so many of us want to feel love for our current body, but we have no idea how to do it. Because the image of our perfect body, our ideal body, is edged in our mind. And it's not an easy thing to just give up. But at the same time, we want to feel love for our bodies. Because it is exhausting to not feel love for our bodies. To always be struggling to reach that ideal image. So I want to teach you how you can feel love for your body right now. No matter what kind of changes you would like to create in the future. And why I am telling you these kind of techniques. It's because they can actually create a practice that will help you reach your so-called perfect body in a natural way. To create a change, any change really, you need to first understand what has created the situation that you are in right now. What kind of beliefs have created what you think and feel about yourself, about your body? If I were to guess, I would guess that your choices and beliefs have been influenced by the media, by the diet culture, and unfortunately, by other people's beliefs, among other things. So what I recommend that you do is that you think about your beliefs and you can write them down if you want 
because then you will have a clear picture of what kind of crap that you are feeding yourself every single day. Your so-called bullshit beliefs. And then I want you to look at your beliefs, the words that you speak, and see how many of them are negative and how many of them are positive. For a lot of you, I dare to say that the majority are negative beliefs. You probably have beliefs that start with, I am not. For example, I am not thin enough. And if your beliefs are positive, they start with, I am. Like for example, I am lovable. Or, I am... Just to say, I am beautiful, for example. My love, no matter what your current beliefs are, if the majority of them are negative, you can make the decision to change your beliefs. You can make the decision to create new ways of thinking and feeling. What you have done so far has created your, the result and your beliefs that you have right now. Your decisions, your actions hasn't worked the way that you would hope they would. And that have probably been a huge disappointment. But you can decide right here, right now, that it's time to try something new. Because new choices bring new results. And I know it might not feel like it right now. But you are capable of unlearning all the crap that you have been taught about yourself and create new beautiful positive beliefs. So how do you do it? How do you create new beliefs about your body? And this might sound a bit strange, but humor me. What you do is that you decide to look at your body as if she was your best friend. Let me explain by asking you a few questions. Would you treat your best friend the same way that you have treated your body? Would you say the kind of things that you have said to your body to your best friend? Would you think the things that you have been thinking about your body, about your best friend? Take a moment and reflect over that. If your body were your best friend, how would you show her a love? With kind words and support, most likely. So that is what you will try to aim to do from now on. And kind words and support, seeing your body as your best friend, is probably one of the biggest self-love acts that you can ever do. And it is a technique that really works. If you act as if your body is your best friend, then you trust her, you listen to her, and you love her for all that she is. She is not perfect, nobody is. And that's okay. You would never point out her so-called imperfections or flaws. 
you would highlight the things that makes her so beautiful, that makes her unique instead. If you look at your body as your best friend, then you're not trying to make your body into a size that she doesn't want to be in. This mindset really is about taking care of your body, not trying to change her by force. Physical change can absolutely be a byproduct of you taking care of your body. It's not uncommon, absolutely not, but it's not the main goal. The main goal is to remove negative statements, emotions and actions towards yourself. You are not meant to destroy your mental health to fit into a specific body type. I want to say that again. You are not meant to destroy your mental health to fit into a specific body type. That is something that you have already tried. And the conclusion is that you are not meant to be that size. It is absolutely possible that your current size is not your body's natural size that she wants to be in. But by being mindful of how you treat your body with both thoughts and actions, she will make herself into a size that both you and she will love. And your job is to be patient and trust that she will lead you there if you do your part and treat her with love. I know that this might feel like a hard thing to do, maybe even impossible, but it's like with everything that you try that is completely new to you. The more you practice, the easier it becomes. And I want to emphasize that feeling and treating your body with love doesn't mean that you give up on exercising or eating healthy. Quite the opposite, really. But the way that you approach exercise and eating healthy is completely different. It's all about self-care. It's not goal-oriented. Like, for example, weight gain or weight loss. If you want some guidance about changing your relationship with food and exercise, I know that a lot of you struggles with this. I recommend that you go back and listen to episode 6 and episode 7 if you haven't already. And if you try to treat your body as your best friend and you have moments when your mind starts to wander and thoughts of not feeling good enough or feeling the need to control your body comes lurking. Remind yourself that your body is one of your best friends. And I would highly recommend that you listen to episode 2 called You are worthy and capable of loving your body. The more you practice this mindset, the easier it becomes. And the more you practice, the more you will feel like your body is perfect. But I want to remind you that your body doesn't have to be perfect in order for you to enjoy it. My love, I also want to say that know that making the decision to actually try to love your body the way it looks at this very moment is the first step. If you are not willing to try, then there is no point in going forward with changing your beliefs. 
But if you are willing to try, then you have taken a huge step already. You are willing to change or at the very least add something to your current mindset and how you see your body. And I want you to be proud of yourself for trying. I, I actually think that you should say that out loud. I am proud of myself for trying. Say it even if you feel completely ridiculous. I am proud of myself for trying. And I will continue to be proud of myself for every step I take, no matter how small. It's like I say in the podcast intro. The steps you take don't have to be big. They just need to take you in the right direction. Know that you are always one decision away from a totally different life. And if you feel like you don't see any big results right away, remember that a little progress each day adds up to big results. What you will understand and appreciate really is the journey of learning a new skill, self-care and self-love, and then fall in love with the result that these new skills has created. I want to tell you a story. When I finally was cured of my eating disorder and became my body's best friend, I actually wrote a love letter to my body that I then published on Instagram. I got the idea from a former mentor of mine and um, in this letter I asked my body for forgiveness for everything that I had done to her physically, mentally. And then I told her what our relationship was going to be like from now on. It was a really strange <laughs> exercise, I'm not going to lie to you, but it felt really good when I was done. And that is why I actually posted it on Instagram too, because I wanted to inspire friends of mine to write a similar letter. It's still there if you want to read it. It is the first thing I posted on our Instagram page at the body positive project underscore, so you can't miss it. And it's also a really good reminder to myself if I have moments when I don't feel up for my body or if I have some doubts, I can always go back and read that letter and, and remind myself what was the promise that I made. Have I kept it up? Or do I need to make some changes? I have said this in previous episodes, but patience is going to be a new best friend when you are changing this kind of mindset. It will take time to find the self-love and self-care routines that fits you the best that will make it feel easy to treat your body as your best friend. And it's something that will go on for the rest of your life. And that's because life will throw you curveballs, good and bad, and ask you what your coping mechanisms will be. If you're going to turn to self-loathing or self-love. So self-love is a constant practice. And 
it's it's really because your old self will try to nestle itself into your life again and again. I talked about your inner bully in the last episode and she will try to make herself heard. And that's when your job comes in of standing your ground and treat your body with kindness and love, even if your bully is telling you the opposite. Okay, my love, that is all I have for this weekly wisdom episode. I hope that you can find some guidance in it and that you feel like it is possible for you to love your body today, even if you have in the back of your head a wish that she would look different in the future. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and share it on social media. And I ask this of you every episode because I want help in reaching the people who needs to hear this message the most and who needs this type of community in their lives. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I will see you for a magical meditation or a love of poetry on Friday. Stay safe. I love you. Mwah.